some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a tarnished favorite. And this week, we are talking about our first impressions of Elden Ring. Uh, it's finally yeah. here. And, I mean, at least so far, I'm going to put I'm gonna put people's uh, worries aside. Uh, this game owns. That's my first impression. Yeah. <laughs> my, my first impression after 25 hours in <laughs> three days <laughs> is that it owns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, my first from game and this is going to, it's going to sound like a bigger statement than it is. Mm-hmm. This is my first love at first sight. Yes. From game. I'm not necessarily putting this above a, uh, a dark souls, but mm-hmm. dark souls was my first. I had that. Yeah. I had to learn. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. Uh, I am, uh, my enthusiasm has not flagged. <laughs> in this quarter century of hours yeah. uh, that, that I have spent on it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not guaranteeing a, <laughs> a, a gush fest season, but uh, in the context of the show, it really feels like a course correction from, from uh, almost as if they listened to our seasons where we were more critical and just adjusted accordingly. Yes. Um, and, and just so <laughs> people don't think, we do not think the television is talking to us. Yes. <laughs> we are not so, we are uh, not so uh, narcissistic as to say they actually did yeah. that. It just, this it, feels it, in a lot of ways kind of like custom tailored for, uh, for, 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 uh, the things that we enjoy. And that is a very good feeling. It's a great feeling. Uh, so a lot of people, uh, you know, if you're hearing this for the first time, Welcome. You know, we're releasing this uh, to the public as well. We're going to explain a little bit about what we do. We're going to talk about our first impressions of Elden Ring uh, in vagaries. Uh, No spoilers, not even really, you know, deep mechanical spoilers. Like I didn't go into this knowing you could jump. Yep. um, Because I'm because I'm a real sensitive baby. Uh Uh, But we are going to, you know, so spoilers of that nature. Sure. Yeah. Um, But we're not going to spoil anything. And then we're going to lay out what we think will be the structure for the season um, that may not be. Because mm-hmm. again, we have to get further to get the the shape of it. Even though I am, I'm at the second major major boss now. Mm-hmm. I feel like our plan will work. Yeah. yeah. So so far, it is looking like it is uh it it, it is going to fit. Uh, so yes. I mean, if you're listening to the show for the first time because you did a search for Elden Ring podcast, welcome. Uh, we've been doing uh, Souls podcasting since 2013. Uh, kind of the remit of the show began and, you know, we'll pick up and continue being here kind of going area by area roughly, um, through, uh, these, uh, you know, through the, through these games and the series talking about mechanics, talking about story, trying to put pieces together and, uh, just kind of assemble like, you know, just, uh, like, like, like what, what's, what's, what's this all about? What's, what's up with this Elden ring over here? 
Yeah, we have uh, we've covered all of the Soulsborne uh, from games, including Sekiro. We've covered several Kingsfield games, uh, you know, previous games from the company, games that were influenced by and games that influenced Dark Souls and media that was influenced by and was influenced uh, or influenced uh, Dark Souls in that yeah. series. So uh, if you're first hearing this, um, the first half of the show uh, is is on our public feed. We did that publicly when we brought the show back because we do a lot more shows. Now we made mm-hmm. this a, a Patreon exclusive. Yeah. So if you want to hear the rest of the season after uh, the next episode, the first and uh, the first kind of opening mechanics guide episode will also be on the public feed. And then after that, it'll be on Patreon $5 a month. So uh, if this is interesting to you, hopefully you'll join us there. Yeah. Uh, when you do that, you're not just getting the, uh, the most recent one you're getting access to, um, all, I believe, uh, 80 something episodes of, uh, of this, ep- of the show, uh, including like our appendix episodes and things like that and other, other stuff, other shows. We'll talk about the other shows we do at the end. Uh, but just kind of yes. letting you know that, uh, you know, it, it will all kind of be opened up for you. Uh, if, uh, if you do that, we understand paywalls are onerous, but we want to be as generous as possible, uh, while still, yeah. you know, uh, running the network. Like we do. Yeah. Yeah. This is our job. Yeah. And we, we put a lot of work into it. Um, so how I cannot describe to you, Cole, this is the first time you and I have really talked about this as well. Yeah. I've been talking about this with Will and Jeremy a little bit. (laughs) Can you describe the, the unclenching that happened when this was what it was? (laughs) There, there's so many specifics to that. It's not just, you know, the takeaway from my first impression is like, Oh, it's damn good. Um, but it's good in ways that, uh, I respect and wanted and my feeling of relief around that was it like if I could bottle it you know it would be grandpa Simpson's love tonic <laughs> like I would put the dowsers back in your trousers with this because it is uh, just an incredible feeling of like oh blocking is viable and Yay. I have a million different approaches to each enemy yeah and I can go in any direction I want. There's no more of this, uh, you know, school teacher wrapping my knuckles saying, do it again. You did it wrong, mm-hmm. which was the direction from soft was moving in. Yeah. There was a version of this that could have been just the worst. And for anybody who's just tuning in, you know, we were critical of dark souls three specifically. And then also Sekiro for as much of a departure as that was for being, um, you know, not just too demanding for being prescriptive, right. You know, like the, you need to meet this thing on the exact terms that are laid out, or we are going to, you know, wrap you on the knuckles. Um, and so like there was a version of this where that was just kind of carried forward. But in addition to that, they added all of the Ubisoft nightmare map vomit, uh, to, to, to what was happening here. Yes. Like crafting and, you know, hate fucking (laughs) you with, with difficulty. Uh, this is, this is, uh, very, very not that you know i uh i'm not convinced this is easier than dark souls 3 i think it's actually harder but there's (laughs) something that happens when you make something harder but then give you 10 times as many options to approach it yeah Uh, you know because the thing with us on the show has never been that we don't like hard games right i love hard games uh it is just i like being able to approach problems from different directions Yes. You know, to me, the reason, you know, I I still, I liked Sekiro, but the reason why I didn't love Sekiro wasn't because it was hard. It was because it was prescriptive. 
Yes. This is the op- this is permissive. This is the mm-hmm. opposite of prescriptive and the most uh, permissive that from yeah. has ever been. One one hundred percent. Because, like you said, when you hit these roadblocks, you can go elsewhere. There is yep. <laughs> there are places for that pressure to divert. Now, later on in the game, as those possibilities kind of dwindle, and you hit like a major bottleneck, you know that you know that may change. Um, and that, 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 that will suck. But, you know, for me, 20 hours in, I have not really felt like I was being, I was having my face held down against the stove. I could just pick a direction and go and, you know, accumulate things that I needed to take different approaches. We talked about the original Dark Souls, something that we, you know, really enjoyed about it. And, you know, Dark Souls 2 was uh, as well. And then, uh, Dark Souls 3 kind of flagged in this because, just of the mechanical changes that, that, that they made is like, you know, yes, it is demanding on a, um, uh, you know, physical level, right? You mm-hmm. know, your reaction time and learning how to read attacks, et cetera, like in the execution, right? Uh, Elden Ring is bringing back something from, you know, something they really kind of identify the original Dark Souls with, which is um, uh, you can succeed by planning, not just by executing very yes. well. You can adapt and you can find the weak points and go elsewhere and get stronger so you can get past those, as opposed to, again, being locked in with no option but to make my dumb, stupid meat hands, you know, do what I want them to. Yeah. And and no, you know, no disrespect to to people who enjoy, you know, that kind of uh, that kind of harshness. It's just never mm-hmm. been our thing. And it's not what brought right. us to the series. So something that or to the, the developer, there was something that felt a little bit bait and switchy. Yeah. You know, about those games. And this feels like bait and feasty. <laughs> you know, like here, have a little bait. Actually, here have a lot of bait. Yeah. <laughs> and I love bait. Give me oh, a you like bait, of night callers <laughs> and I will go to town on them. You know? Like Yeah. Uh, something about this, and I forget what season we talked about it, but kind of the uh, uh the idea of a difficulty ceiling and a difficulty floor. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like set the ceiling wherever you want it to be. You know, so that your maniacs like Lobos can beat it with a ladle uh, while playing yeah. it on a Donkey Kong Bongo playing uh, it with controller. A yeah, playing it with yeah. a ladle. Uh, yeah, d- yeah. D- d- the double ladle. Um, <laughs> that style of play. Um, but, uh, you know, like you set the ceiling, um, but keep the floor soft so I can move yeah. the floor down to, you know, to, 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 to meet me. I'm not trying to like crab walk diagonally into souls game should have a have a difficulty selection kind of thing that 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 kind of simplified version of that uh, conversation but you know that malleable floor is something that is so welcome here and identifying that and seeing that was a major part of my of my unclenching even though i you know kind of ran full steam ahead right into the first major wall of this and bounced off Um, and that is, that, that was kind of the beginning point of me starting to range further and find these, you know, things in this, in this incredibly detailed, um, uh, just this incredibly detailed open world that is here. Yeah. You're supposed to range, you're supposed to bounce off that guy, I think, and range further. That's intentional. Like they want to communicate that to you. Um, things, things are different. You know, this effectively has a difficulty slider. And mm-hmm. instead of having, you know, the argument, the the discourse is always like, should it have a difficulty slider? This has many. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're obfuscated. It's not just a menu option, but there's just a yeah. lot of different ways this can be uh, can be different. Yeah, you have a number of different options. I mean, specifically the new stuff that they did with 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 summoning. Not yeah. God, I I love that so much. It, Dark Souls two levels of difficulty sliders. <laughs> yeah, maybe surpassing it. 
just just absolutely wildly generous in that respect. And it feels as a longtime fan of this series and this developer, it feels so vindicating. Yeah. You know, to, to have it feel like they're on my side mm-hmm. about this while still making a really demanding, difficult game. Like this feels like an apotheosis yeah. of what they have, everything they have done. Like this feels like it contains what they had done previously in a, in a large amount. Yeah. You know, not one-to-one, not entirely, but in a big way. Yeah. Um, and so something that I was a little bit concerned about with the move to an open world is, all right, are we going to lose the detail in the environment? Are we going to lose the, you know, handcrafted, you know, flow of space interlocking? And the, the answer is no. We, we, we yeah. really, we really haven't. And in fact, I don't know what, like what devil they made a deal with to make the, to make an open world that feels as wondrous to, 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 to look at, but like uh, cresting a hill in this feels, feels almost like, like going around a momentous corner in a dark souls dungeon. And this also contains just whole ass dark souls dungeons. You go to a castle and the it's dark there. Souls yeah. Like the, <laughs> the castles are like. The the first major castle you explore on the critical path is like three cathedrals of the deep. It's so fucking ridiculous. It it's it does it accomplishes something through scale. Yeah, uh, that I did not really. I don't think has been done mm-hmm. uh, in in scale. Like I'm not an open world fan, right? In a general sense, um, this open world has more detail in it. Yeah, and more incident in it, more distinct biomes more things the things to find are tend to be more interesting mm-hmm. like it, you don't have an ubisoft checklist nightmare of getting collectibles yeah through that uh you know it's not like they added collectibles they did add crafting but they made it as unobtrusive as you possibly can no animation love uh, it <laughs> why don't more companies do that <laughs> like and you can do it from your horse it's just like sure i'll press y no, that, that, that's an upgrade. That's an, that's an upgrade you have to buy in Horizon Zero Dawn to to, to loot from the back of the yeah. horse. <laughs> Give me a break! Like this, it just makes so many things seem like garbage. Yeah, uh, and, uh, just easy decisions that should have been there from the beginning. I mean, so about yeah. that crafting, just real quick. Um, for certain things, like your co-op item, you know, the curled mm-hmm. finger cure or whatever it is, like the fact that you can just pick up the flowers that you need to make that means that you don't have to go and farm humanities or farm uh, the human effigies anymore. And there are just a number of things. I haven't found all of like the, uh, all of the recipes or what have you, but like a number of the things that you, what's that? There are tons. Yeah. I haven't found, I haven't found that one. I can't craft that thing yet. Hmm. So what, but I have a, you know, a whole page of recipe books. Yeah. And I like Dark Souls grandma, (laughs) like Dark Souls babushka (laughs) with all my old pierogi recipes. (laughs) But uh, uh, which which is just to say, like, you can just craft these things wherever you want. You don't even need to sit down at a uh, at at a lost grace. Uh, I'm going to call them bonfires. Sorry, folks. Uh, You don't need to sit down at a bonfire in order to do that. You can just fire up that menu and crank out whatever you need. And that includes like consumables to use on bosses. You can just, if you have the items, craft the, uh, the throwable explosives, which I think is super neat because it, it, again, it allows for adaptation as, you know, as opposed to just like punishing you because you didn't pick up enough the previous time. Uh, There, there are so many little elegances yeah in this both in the terms of the context of a from game and an open world game that we are going to dine on yes 
like there, there's so much to say about how they handled like so those pots, for example, mm-hmm. that are uh, in conversation with the series in general and change things, but they, it feels like they cracked a code mm-hmm. uh, to, to me um, in this. I, I am uh, 100% in love. Yeah. Uh, just uh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and real quick, you know, another thing that can't really be in generalities uh, that I think is, is worth saying. Uh-huh. Um, how breathtakingly gorgeous is this? Oh my God. It's wonderful. It it looks like a po- many, many screenshots of it. The uh-huh. way that I think about it is it looks like a uh, post-apocalyptic heaven. <laughs> That's a good way like, to put it. Yeah. Like it's it like, oh, this looks like heaven. This is a paradise scene, but there's a couple skulls on the ground. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like when you start looking at the details, it looks bad, but the vistas are incredible. Mm-hmm. And the shots you can you can come up with, like it hasn't happened yet, but maybe this is the game that gets me into photography mode <laughs> in games. Like it is so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last time that I felt this, this, this good, I don't know about the last time this brings to mind shadow of the Colossus in a number of ways. And not just because of the gigantic turtle with his dingling. Um, sure. Uh, but, um, but like shadow of the Colossus, a thing that I, you know, one of the things I love about that game is it's just breathtaking array of vistas right like it, it just it set it set in the atmosphere and giving you just a wonderful wonderful things to look at and making you feel you know enveloped enveloped in this place right and 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 here you get not just the um you know the wonderful kind of like landscapes but like the set pieces are like cool and mysterious and you know mm-hmm. a joke on the show is like is it metal but like um uh, this is just a it's, it's something that happens a few places but like sometimes you'll like come up on a coast and you'll see uh this is a rocky beach with a bunch of skeletons and they're all slowly walking to the sea i i i came up on that <laughs> the vista as well and it, it's really i mean it's just a beautiful like it would be a beautiful piece of art yeah <laughs> You know, if it were just uh, frame, it it is chock chock block full of that stuff, and that doesn't mean that they're. You know, we talk about the uh, the feeling of this being the worst case scenario for an open world. It's not like there aren't reused things, right? Yeah. Like I've scaled the same tower yep. a bunch of times. I've gone through. Uh, I've seen some puzzle piece dungeons. Well, I mean, where that- I recognize. Uh, a set piece yeah and we, we we should probably talk about that i didn't expect there to be chalice dungeon like things here you know they're better the, though. The, the yeah yeah so that's a they're, that's they're, a big piece they of fixed uh, them. They, they, they really truly did you had a great twitter thread how about did that. they do that <laughs> like the, the chalice dungeon sucks so bad uh-huh. it's everything bad about bloodborne and that they fixed them like yeah. they're short they're bespoke like yeah. they're they don't feel like i might recognize a room in mm-hmm. one of them that they've used, but there is a concept to them and there's a boss and you get something meaningful. You don't just get, yeah. you know, uh, one tenth of a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. No, you find you know, for another ticket. I got, I, I got new in one of them that I went to, you know, like yeah. that's a, that's a major and good weapon that I've ended up, you know, kind of relying on. Cause I'm going with a, like a little bit of like a quality build, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you find so many meaningful uh, kind of things there and they feel like they feel less. So the, the, <laughs> the, chalice dungeons felt anonymous because they uh they felt kind of like um uh snapped together habit trails you know yeah like okay like we're going we're going to solve for like the kinds of rooms that we want to put in order this feels a little bit like it's put together with ikea stuff to a degree 
you know, um, where the, like, like, yes, you can identify like, oh, this piece is, you know, from there. And like, I recognize that from this other place and like, yeah, the ones that I found are kind of skinned, you know, pretty similarly, but it is not so like, yes, I recognize this exact room. Like this is, you know, Returnal, another game that we played, you know, where it, like where it is, you know, explicitly made through proc gen, right? These have a sense of being handcrafted in a way that even the canonical chalice dungeons, that you you know could go through the fixed ones don't uh to me yeah uh and not least of which because they generally have a theme right yeah they they get less cookie cutter as well yeah as you go like you had basically four different biomes for for talus dungeons Mm -hmm. they were kind of color palettes these change more than that yeah you know as you range further um the generosity of this is mind-blowing yeah um every time the map expands oh my god a new area i am surprised they do uh this is a minor mechanical spoiler mm-hmm. there are teleporter traps oh my god the said though like uh, when that happened to me uh oh yeah I, there are a lot of moments where i'm just clapping like an idiot this uh that was one of them and you just go all the way to a part of the map that i thought would just be ocean yep you know and i'm like oh no there's a huge zoner on this oh <laughs> shit what, like, I mean, what's what's amazing is you know you start out in the and and the and the opening area and this is a, is a spoiler insofar as the surprise of it was was what was interesting to me but i i feel like i need to say it because we're talking about the generosity it is a very canny decision to start you out in the area and the map is kind of zoomed on one side and mm-hmm. you can see like yeah there are some roads that go one place or the other if the size of the map was you know what we started with it would still feel pretty like i i thought like okay yeah this is the game i can probably get that like here's a big castle and maybe something here and then when i got to the first of the teleporter traps that i got and it pulled out and i was like oh it's like two or three times as big that's weird and i got to another one and it went in another direction then it pulled out more it's like yeah this can't all be that detailed of a space like how in the world did you do it (laughs) And and there's still a chance that like once I get past this point, you you'll start feeling like uh, demon ruins. Yeah, like oh this area they ran out of time, but it doesn't. It hasn't revealed anything close to that yet. For yeah, me. everything uh, has been it, so thoughtful so far that I feel I feel very well taken care of. Yes. Uh, so it is. Uh, my first impressions are incredibly positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, uh, absolutely in hog heaven. It is hard not to, to play it. It mm-hmm. is hard to do this now and not play it. Uh, <laughs> I am really, really enjoying it. Uh, just, you know, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, it is, we're going to go into kind of detailed taxonomy about those things that are different and why we think they're better. Mm-hmm. Um, when we probably in the, the next episode Yeah. Uh, that we get to, but, uh, suffice it to say, uh, you know, yeah, there's motorcycles. Like, <laughs> it, it is, it's real good. Uh, it, it, it feels real good. There are like minor, like, I don't think that like, you know, even things that I don't think are 100%, uh, slam dunks mounted combat. Yeah. Like mounted combat, not a slam dunk crafting in general. I like the way it's integrated mm-hmm. very well. Um, collecting recipes for these things. And there are things I'm just never going to craft. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so getting one of those books doesn't feel great. Um, you know, picking like finding a craftable object like mm-hmm. in a hidden place, like finding a a, a piece of material mm-hmm. in, in a place where you'd usually find a treasure that doesn't feel great. Yeah. Um, but it's not wretched. 
it doesn't feel as bad as it does in Bloodborne in part because of generosity. Like I have received fewer weapons and armor in this mm-hmm. than Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls 1. Uh, but it's the spaces themselves are really interesting to explore. And there are so many kind of chances at bat that I'm getting enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I get to the end of a, I open up a treasure chest and there's some mushrooms in it it doesn't feel like a kick in the dick because I can very quickly just go to find another treasure chest pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to get that. And also like I was worried about the craftables messing with, you know, the loot economy, um, Mm -hmm. in a, in in kind of a bad way. And that hasn't necessarily been the case for me so far. Um, you know, because I mean, primarily because this game hands out your talismans, uh, like they're like they're candy. You know, the, yeah, uh, yeah. the, the, like the ring, uh, the, 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 the ring equivalent, uh, in this, and they're often like vaguely themed to where you get them too. So it feels, mm-hmm. it feels authored, you know, you get one related to like bleed damage from a, for, from a boss who does a bunch of bleed damage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like to, to suggest a build. Yes. You know, uh, of which there are many, many. Yeah. And this, um, all of that stuff we're going to go into, uh, transition kind of into shape of the season. Yeah, stuff. We're going to all of that stuff in detail. Uh, this is a huge game. This is going to be a big season of this show. Yes. I it, when we talk about generalities and we talk about the kind of mechanical differences, I feel like I could camp out on that for hours. Yeah. Like there are so many things that you know when we talk about uh, its take on miniature dungeons, how the crafting works into the consumable consumable economy what it's done with summoning and difficulty mitigation. Mm-hmm. Each of those are really meaty topics. Yes. Uh, you know, that we could spend a lot of time on. There's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, so buckle up for a lengthy season of this show. Yeah. In addition, uh, big in, game, big <laughs> season. Yeah. Huge game. In addition to like the softer sides of things, like the lore in this, I don't understand it yet, obviously. Cause I, I haven't even beaten the first of the four, like big dudes. You get, you get, you gotta beat, you know, but like, uh, it seems really cool and it seems evocative and it seems like there is a lot of it. I am reading about so many factions and seeing so many things that I know I'm going to encounter and figuring out mm-hmm. how to piece it all together. This is the most excited that I have been about kind of taking that softer approach to the narrative and stuff. Uh, maybe since Bloodborne, uh, possibly, yeah. you know, like, uh, and you know, I feel even more acutely here, primarily because this is divorced from the, the the canon of the original Souls, while still feeling like it echoes it in a meaningful way, um, which yeah. is which is neat. So I think that there's going to be a lot to talk about there too, uh, you know, about characters talk about. Like I'm, I haven't really dove into it. Like I'm trying to get the mechanical and vibe. Yes, pass kind of in. Uh, but every time I, I have done that, like the thing that happens after you beat the first, <laughs> you know, major dude, um, is an incredible moment that is just like a super evocative and cool and is a really neat mystery. Yeah. And I am, uh, <sighs> desperately excited to understand it. Yeah. Um, once I have a complete picture and yeah. we're going to, one thing I want to say, uh, as a caveat for the season, uh, just cause we love to, we love to caveat, uh, mm-hmm. we love to cover our ass. Um, we're going to miss stuff and get stuff wrong while we're still playing the game. Yeah. And necessarily the season is going to start while we're doing that. Yeah. So we will be an evolving concern. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily feel like this game has as bespoken an Orlando moment yeah. uh, in the parlance of the show where like all spoilers are off the table and you can talk about the big picture. There, there are miniature Anna Orlando moments. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that happened that I've seen, but it is going to be uh, tricky. Yeah. Doing that softer side stuff. That is going to be very difficult. Um, the, you, We might be able to talk about a faction based on what we've seen in the item descriptions we have, but there could be things that recontextualize it that we missed or in other areas. Yeah. Uh, this game is absolutely chock full of secrets as well as just public, you know, openly available content. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do our best with that, but please bear with us yes. as we get things wrong. And, uh, you know, we're, we're playing this. We got the same time you know, you folk did. Yes. We didn't get this early and and put together a guide or anything. Uh, so talking shape of things, a couple of people have been like, Oh, you know, I do not envy you fellas, how you're going to structure this. Um, I think it actually will not be too difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to do the season. Uh, so episodes every two weeks, uh, like normal when we did first did a bonfire side chat, we had response episodes every other week, um, to the area. So it was a weekly show. Technically, but those yeah. were appendix episodes. Uh, we will uh, sprinkle those throughout, but keep in mind, you know, fortnightly schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to start with generalities uh, and the tutorial. Um, and then we are going to be doing open world sections by map segment. Um, you find these little map nodes mm-hmm. in the game that open up and it's like, here's West Lim- Limgrave. Yeah. So West Limgrave will be an episode. And that includes the overworld and the chalice dungeons within. Um, if something happens and there's too much density there and any of those need to be broken in half, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Um, and then during what they call the legacy dungeons, which are the castles and stuff, the gigantic like four Dark Souls levels piled on top of each other. <laughs> those will probably be a couple episodes. Yeah. They've got a couple bosses. They're huge. They're really rich in lore because they are strongholds of major players. Yeah. Um, of things. So those will probably be a couple episodes. Uh in terms of special episodes, um, we like to sprinkle in things that are like influences and uh, meta media mm-hmm. and things. As that stuff becomes revealed, that might pop in. Yep. Uh, as as we it occurs to us, listener responses uh, every once in a while. Like we're not going to do you know West Lingrave and everyone's responses to that, but Lingrave and and Stormvale. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get a listener response episode. Mm-hmm. And then to head off questions, a lot of people have asked whether guests are coming back. Uh, that is not feasible to do regularly the same way it was in Bonfireside Chat. We do a lot more shows now. Yeah. And with WAF being weekly, that is too difficult. But uh, as a kind of compromise and to get other voices on the show, we are going to occasionally, and we, we'll figure out the frequency, mm-hmm. um, have guests on to get their perspective on the game in general. Yes. So we will, we will ask people, you know, who we know, who are in our community, who are fans of the game, and we will just have like a talk about it. Yeah. Uh, It won't be about a specific area. It'll probably, you know, we won't have spoilers. We won't talk about the end game when we're in the beginning of the game. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll limit the discussion, but we will have people on to get their voices as well. So it's not just Gary and Cole and what they think. Yeah. So we, so we can kind of broaden the view uh, and get uh, maybe countervailing opinions or uh, our takes on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a bootleg don't give up skeleton with Jeremy's blessing. Yeah, Jeremy has said we can do this. So yeah, and Jeremy will be on one of those. <laughs> he will. Maybe the first one. Who knows? So, <laughs> um yeah, so that is the current plan for the show. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how many episodes and how long, uh no idea yet. Yeah. Um, but I think that both of us are, you know, ready and willing to kind of let this season go as long as it needs to, you know, to make yeah. sure we can uh, give everything proper shrift. 
and not be in a hurry to like get it all wrapped up. I mean, I don't know. It's it, 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 it this is not a game you chug. You know, I think I said it on Twitter. Yeah, it's you, yeah, it's a, you got to you, you got to decant this one, um, and you don't chug it. You got to give it some brisk sips. You know. I, I am kind of chugging it with the intention that I'm going to uh, puke and rally mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then play it again along with the show Yeah, with a different build because it allows for such a thing. Yeah. Like the idea of going through this a second time is making me salivate. It's not making me cringe. <laughs> you know? um, I keep finding spells and weapons I can't use. Yeah. Uh, and, and want to, what happens if you beat the tutorial boss? I don't know, but I can kind of see how you can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, gonna have, you know, I was like, oh, wait, uh, this, this would be viable. I'm coming up with strategies in my head for beating that guy. Uh-huh. Um, I gotta see what happens if you do it. Ooh, you better look out for me next time. <laughs> yeah. The ne- next cycle, you're getting it, but <laughs> you're getting cheesed by arrows from a distance. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a, uh, any other like wrap up things other, like I've just, I missed this so much. Mm-hmm. Like I, I missed, uh, being in like this to me a good way to put this so you know how dark souls one was its own thing demon souls was its own thing dark souls two was mostly its own thing mm-hmm. right dark souls three decided to be a direct sequel to dark souls one this is what dark souls three felt like it should have been yeah some of the same themes and mechanics but a different world different um you know some different themes and a different world uh iterating on some of the same ideas but not a direct sequel yeah you know, uh, and that's part of it. That's part of why this feels so good. The other part of it is purely aesthetic. It just feels wonderful. Like if this had come out in place of Sekiro, mm-hmm. it might not feel quite as good to be back in the crumbling castle zone. Right. You know, but because we had that little palette cleanser of, of, you, you know, different, different environments, it just feels really good to be back, spot a crumbling, decrepit cathedral full of skeletons in the distance <laughs> and go check it out and be like, yeah, they're skeletons. <laughs> yeah, you know? boy, boy, howdy are there. Yeah. Uh, I just, I couldn't, could not be more in love. Mm-hmm. I, I am, I'm flipping, flipping my absolute shit. <laughs> for, for me, I'm going to say this by way of warning, uh, get ready for us to clown on the, uh, to clown on the monsters designs in the best possible way. There are so many goofy monster designs in this that I am just, I'm an, enamored with it. It feels like such a yeah. return to form for like, uh, like the Kingsfield, uh, kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just, uh, the, 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 the dog statues, the vector man snakes, like just all of it. Give it to me, please. Yes. Yeah, I think I think uh, Fenreliania on uh, on Twitter was like, "Oh yeah, this company remembered they made Kingsfield." Yep, <laughs> and and this is direct. There are enemies that are just from Kingsfield mm-hmm. <laughs> who are in this. Like, this is the palate cleanser that if FromSoft moves on to something entirely different, yeah, which I would take one of these every five years. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have to, but if they were to move on to something completely different, this feels like they're saying what they need to say. Yeah. With, with this stuff like and they're saying there there are bits of even the entries that like there's tons of dark souls 3 dna in this mm-hmm. um there's also like Sekiro dna yeah i went through a, a camp and cleared it stealthily by crouching in grass it was wonderful it made me it yeah. made me want to it made me want to play uh, metal gear solid 5 <laughs> yeah we gotta do that for a while at some point yeah um the uh yeah it, it's this is in conversation with everything from has done yeah 
This is the same way when we did Dark Souls 3 and we began that generalities with like, this is Demon Souls because of this. This is Dark Souls 1 because of this. This is Dark Souls 2 because of this. Mm-hmm. This is like that for the everything that we played from the developer. Yeah. Like, is this is this Black Star? Is Miyazaki dying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Like, I, he has so much more to give. <laughs> it's got Black Star vibes. Yeah. Like, it, if you, you know, going out on the height of your power. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh, I, I am, uh, cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to talk about this. We talk about it with other people. Yeah. We have game night tonight. I, it's going to be really hard to concentrate on Shadowrun yeah. when we're all basically playing it. And we're all <laughs> just going to be like, did you see? And then try to vaguely hint at uh-huh. something cool we got to see. Uh, that one, that wonderful dance that you do in like the first two weeks after one of these comes out. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I am, I'm in, I'm in heaven. Like it is, uh, here, here's a weird thing. It's been real good for my mental health because I'm staying off Twitter. Because mm-hmm. I'm playing the game. <laughs> like I, I had a I had a relaxing weekend where I didn't go on Twitter very much right. to avoid spoilers. Right. And the habit seems to have stuck. Like I've been going on Twitter to tweet something and then not spending any time scrolling it. <laughs> and it's, it's great. I feel like a million bucks. It's 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 like, like you, it's like you picked up a, a Bible and it kept you off the junk. <laughs> yeah, I, it's an after-school program. I, I got into youth basketball. <laughs> You know, except instead of basketball, it's, uh, you know, jumping or double jumping on a horse and fighting gigantic <laughs> octopuses and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I'm just, it's, it's very hard to express and I feel a little nerdy, you know, because ultimately I'm a 41 year old man talking about a, a video game, mm-hmm. but it's generally making me really happy. And part yeah. of it is just the experience of playing it. And then part of it is like, this is what I get to spend this next year on. Oh, it's wonderful. What a lucky fucking boy. Yeah. You know, now, what did I do to deserve this? Nobody play this back to us. Yeah. If things go real sour, please. You, you can <laughs> like, if, if you want to, you can, I, I do not think this will go real sour. Like someone in the Patreon was like, Oh, don't, don't let Gary say this is going to be good because that's what he said before dark souls three. I'm like, well, <laughs> couldn't that have had something to do with dark souls three and not, and, and not us, you know, have to do with me. <laughs> um, is that a, a conception? Um, this does not, I, I can't imagine it shitting the bed if it hasn't even lit up its full bore in 25 hours. Yeah. Like it would have a long way to fall to, to fall to seven out of 10 mm-hmm. at this point, you know, and, and to put it into gross game reviewer terms. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I, I'm just very, I, very happy. I, I just, I just wanted to, 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 to leaven, uh, to, to, to leaven our praise for a little bit because you know, it would, it would be, it would be very funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It would be very funny if our words were thrown back at us. Um, it's a, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't tell them to do that. <laughs> don't give them ammo. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think, I mean, that, that might be it for the first impressions. Like it, it's, it, it's hard for me to think of other stuff to get into that wouldn't just be like, get like getting in depth on like a mechanical difference or talking about like, a, 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 you know, a specific story beat or something like that, that we've, uh, that we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, so this, this might be where we where where we call it. And we're going to be back in two weeks with, uh, with kind of the first proper episode of the season. Yeah. And by that point, um, I will hopefully have seen all the mechanics so I can talk about them. Yes. It's worth noting that part of, you know, I can imagine some people might get frustrated with the slow pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we're on um part of it is literally just to see the stuff yes um there's a, a major mechanic uh, i just unlocked mm-hmm. you know um it's it's showing its its 
cards slowly. Yes. At least the way that, that I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, so uh, if you're, if you're joining us just for this, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a grand old time. Um, listen to the back episodes. Um, if you're here, you know, and you've been with us the whole time, we really appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, let's enjoy this together. Yeah. You know, if, if you're listening to this on the public feed, like if you just found us on iTunes, um, uh, you can, uh, a listen to the ones that are publicly available. They're all there, everything up through, uh, dark souls three. And, you know, uh, we did a whole season of souls likes, uh, after that culminating in, uh, in hollow name. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. you can get all of those intervening episodes and the Sekiro episodes, um, by going to patreon.com slash TV. There's a big old post about how to get your, uh, how to get your stuff, uh, that you can mm-hmm. follow the instructions there. Uh, two ways to, to do it. Like if you just subscribe to the Patreon private RSS, you're, you're going to get, you know, all of the premium stuff that's coming to you, or you can do a, like a, a per show feed. Uh, on this uh, through bonfireside.chat, which is the website uh, for the show. Um, you can uh, do uh, go there and get that. That's a little bit buggy. We've had a little bit of uh, trouble rolling it out, but that should all be documented there uh, for you to help get a uh, troubleshoot. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we're working on it. So bear with us uh, if you're having any issues with that. Yeah. It's a it's an ongoing process. We're trying to make this as friendly as possible. Yes. For people. Um, um, yeah. Uh, wow. There you're going to see that we do a whole bunch of other shows. Uh, if you're just here for Souls and From stuff, we would encourage you to uh, take, a, take a look around. Uh, the one that would be most like to your liking if you're listening to this would be uh, Watch Out for Fireballs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a games club. Uh, basically, it's like this except not as zoomed in. Mm-hmm. So typically it's one game per episode yeah. and we cover all kinds of games, not just these types of games, but sometimes these types of games. Yeah. Um, we've covered Castlevanias and Symphony of the Night and things that have some Dark Souls DNA yes. uh, in them mm-hmm. uh, on that show. Um, and we do a bunch of other goofy shows. It's all, if you go to duckfeed.tv, you can see all of the shows we do mm-hmm. um, on various things. Uh, if you like the Venture Brothers, we do an episode by episode recap uh, show about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like uh, us, <laughs> we do a show called Abject Suffering, which is a comedy show that is nominally about bad games. Yeah. Um, um, what else? If, 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 if you like Gary and want to uh, meet his friend Will, you can listen to Everything to Guppy, which is nominally um, an item and enemy by enemy guide um, uh, a podcast about the binding of Isaac. Yes. I'm yeah. led to believe. Uh, and yeah. uh, the, uh, there's a show called The Level, which Cole mm-hmm. does with some friends. That is a video games roundtable that is more contemporary. Mm-hmm what we do uh more news yeah uh focused yeah and kind of what you what you've been playing that whole stand um, that whole standard kind of deal yeah 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 uh we have a comic show uh me and jeremy greer of don't give up skeleton fame and monster of the week uh that podcast do a show about the x-men mm-hmm. uh called days of future cast um we've covered all the x-men movies the x-men animated series and we're just doing comic runs now yeah uh, so that is all well and good. And there are also uh, archived shows. Yes. Um, you know, that we we no longer do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's uh, all kinds of stuff there, too many to list. Yeah. Um, and then if you're on the Patreon at $5 a month, um, you could check out Unfilmable, which is a monthly show about horror movies. Yeah. Um, started out about just Lovecraft adaptations and then moved on to horror movies in general. That is a hoot mm-hmm. uh, to do. And uh, I think that you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, if you like watching streams and stuff, I stream horror games on the weekend at twitch.tv slash duckfeedtv. 
Um, and there's a whole backlog of um, some Let's Plays that I'm trying to, or like arch- archives of those streams that I'm trying to get ca- caught up on. Uh, at uh, uh, just do a search on YouTube for Duckfeed TV. Yeah, uh, we do a lot of stuff, and uh, we're very grateful to be able to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last little thing I want to mention is if you do join us on Patreon, you get access to our Slack. Yeah, um, our Slack is a great, uh, it's a message board kind of thing with our community. Um, really friendly. Uh, place a lot of people to talk about a varietal of subjects mm-hmm. um the souls chat is always hopping uh there among other things yeah um cool place to hang out yeah uh just make sure that you give the community guidelines a bit of a read and uh uh you know l- 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 lurk a little bit get a sense for the room yes. uh would be would, would be my thing also related to that if you're like literally just uh, uh j- just tuning in some things that we often get feedback about just to, just to let you know what to expect. Uh, we do get critical about things. We're not just here to gush about uh, about yes. Elden Ring or, uh, or anything else. Aside. Yes. Yeah. This or, is the exception. <laughs> this is as gushy as, gushy as we've ever, ever been, perhaps. Yes. Uh, you know, so we do, you know, talk about the, you know, we're, we're negative on stuff. Uh, which is just a part of criticism. Uh, additionally, you know, no uh, no game happens in a vacuum and no discussion happens in a vacuum. We bring ourselves to this. We also, mm-hmm. you know, have pretty progressive views and that sometimes comes through as we joke oh, about yeah. something offhand or whatever. That is not something that is negotiable. If that's going to like bug you, uh, then, uh, you know, understand uh, what you're getting into. It's, uh, know it, ahead of time. yeah, know it ahead of time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, leftist humanitarians yes uh you know so uh that's going to come through and Mm -hmm. uh we aim to provide a safe space for uh people of all genders and identities um and you know affiliations and such um we try to make an lgbtq plus friendly Mm -hmm. space um that's our goal uh, as two white dudes in games media Mm -hmm. um we want to be good allies and we want to let everyone be who they are Yes. Um, the worst thing I think you can do is be like, this is a fun hobby, but not for you. <laughs> you know, why would you do that to somebody? That sucks. Yeah. Um, so we don't tolerate that kind of stuff. Nope. So if you're joining us, uh, do not bring that to us. Please don't. Yeah. There are other places online for you. I assure you. <laughs> uh, you will not have a hard time searching for, uh, you know. Uh, a place for that. Be, be real careful coming up with that example but <laughs> yeah no no i i i landed it um, <laughs> um yeah. Oh. Uh, so yeah thanks everybody for listening we appreciate you we hope you can join us uh on this and uh hopefully you know uh you know this i hope this is impacting people the same way it's impacting me like yeah. everyone is just grinning ear to ear yeah hopefully. just the, the 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 good vibe is real uh, just to, yep. it, it, even just based on what I've seen, you know, looking around the community, engaging the response, I think that a lot of people are having a very similar experience, and that is a wonderful thing. Uh, it is doing yeah. as much to improve my mood as the lengthening days at right now. So, yep, feels great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, until next time, uh, you know, <laughs> there's not really a good sign off yet that I've found. Yeah. Ring, so it might default to Mbasa, but maybe somebody will say something. Yeah. We're keeping our ear out. Uh, but until next yeah. time, we hope to see you. Yep. Umbasa. Umbasa. And we all pray that we will have far more soon. <laughs> <laughs>